all right people what is going on this is episode 294 of the first and frame rate show i am vf baller and it is uh friday everyone welcome to friday you guys made it the weekend is upon us and today i got another you know wild card free for all style show where i'm going to talk about both of our teams the georgia southern eagles and the atlanta falcons and uh i try to mix it up on Fridays to end the week on a high note and just a little bit of, um, you know, just a little mix up or whatever the case may be. Hopefully you guys will enjoy. And, um, the, everyone who has been enjoying the podcast, I really thank you guys. I, I cannot thank you guys enough. Thank you for the support. All the, you know, the viewership, the listenership is up. I, it's just been phenomenal. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, today, we're going to talk about year two of Coach Arthur Smith, the coach of Atlanta Falcons. What is what? Which, what should we expect? To be honest with you, because we we talk about a few things, but we we really haven't do, do, dialed into that. So we're going to talk about that for a moment, and also we're going to talk about George Southern running game. It's it's going to be revamped. It's not going to be what we known in the past, and you know George Southern has been known for running the football. But with our new running backs coach, I want to talk a little bit about his accolades. And I think I did this on a video before, but I want to reiterate and talk about that. Also, I want to see let you guys know my opinion of what it means for this possibly high-powered offense going forward um, for uh, the first-year coach Helton and company. So um, I think it's going to be a pretty exciting episode. If this is your first time here, welcome. Once again, this is the first and frame rate show. I, I'm VF Baller. I talk about Georgia Southern football and um, Atlanta Falcons football. I can be listened to here on YouTube or Rumble. If you're on Rumble, you can check me out over there. Also, if you want, you can listen to me on any of the podcast avenues available, which is Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google. You can find me on those platforms. And, um, it is, it's just been a great time. Just join everyone else who's been listening. You could be a part of the show by leaving a comment in the description or leave me some feedback on iTunes by hitting that star chart. Or you could just leave me um, a, a summary or what's your thoughts and some feedback in the uh, the feedback area on Apple iTunes. Uh, also, if you really, really want to support the show, you can uh, hit my uh, the cash app is at VF Baller, or you can hit the anchor link down in the description below. All that information is there. All right, let's go ahead and get into this. Arthur Smith is in his second year as Atlanta Falcons coach, and um, I want to say his first season was successful, um, despite that he only had seven games uh, that he won, but he did, you know, it was games that we didn't think we were going to win after everything that happened. And I don't want to reiterate the entire time, his first, um, you know, his first year, I want to talk about year two, what happens in year two? Does he get better? What happens? Uh, Cause this is his first year on a job as a head coach. And I think he did a pretty good job overall. And um, I want to say that in year two, I think things are going to get a little better. He kind of understood what was going on um, this first year. You know, usually the second year you start seeing a little uh, improvement. We kind of saw that with the whole situation with um, on my phone. We start kind of start seeing a whole situation with Dan Quinn in year two. He bought he took the Falcons to the Super Bowl. Now I don't think that's going to happen. You know, I don't think that. I mean, I, but you never know. You don't know who may come out and shine at the end of the day when it comes to uh, the following season. 
But I do feel that he is going to be capable of, you know, having a more of a, a successful and winning culture when it comes to the Falcons. I think with the draft picks that they have, I think the first four picks they have are in the top 74. So they can get some really good value, even if they decide to pick at every spot or if they trade back you know they have like really high draft capital i think i heard they got like the seventh or eighth highest draft capital in 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 uh in the draft according to i think it was espn or fox sports or one of them i can't remember but um i was just reading it briefly so i think he's going to be able to build this team a little more and uh, in his image and not only that i think he'll be able to uh um, not only just build the guys up that he brings in as far as, you know, the draft picks, but bring free agents in who can identify with the culture of what he wants the game, the team to be. And those seven wins that they had could possibly jump to 10, maybe 11. I think he's capable of doing so, but you have to start getting guys here who really just want to play. I mean, no disrespect to our wide receivers, but our two best wide receivers did not want to play for this coach. You know, whether it just be money or, you know, like people want to say it's a, a mental health issue or whatever the case may be. I don't know the full extent of either one of those guys, but they didn't want to play for Arthur Smith. And I don't think that makes Arthur Smith a bad coach. I just think it's just, I think it's just a change of culture to some people that just didn't want, that didn't really want to, you know, go along with that. I think, you know, Ricardo Allen, he just recently retired. I think he uh, kind of said something of that nature. I don't think it was, you know, straightforward, but I think it was somewhat of that nature where he wanted to go to a team that wasn't trying to start over. And um, and you got to respect though, some of these guys' opinions. But when I look at Coach Smith and I, saw, I see what he's trying to do, um, if he can get a couple more guys who can really come in and contribute and um, I think he has the playbook. I think um, he has the defensive coordinator. I think um, he will be able to implement um, his game plan to uh, the way that he wants to. And I think they'll be able to win some games. Um, I, I, I possibly, I think realistically, realistically, we'll probably end up having like a seven or eight win season again this year. That's, that's realistically, but um my gut feeling is is nothing wrong with exceeding those no realistic expectations. And I think they'll be able to, because of the fact that, um, like I said earlier, he, he'll be able to implement his game plan. Uh, overall, um, I think he's a pretty cool coach. I really like what he, I, I, I like what he do, um, does as far as iron talent. I also like what he does with holding, you know, players accountable and keep them in line as far as not uh, falling off and and not uh, having confidence in themselves. Because I think, uh, you know, I'm going to back up for a second. No, I'm going to keep going with that, but I want to talk about that. I think one of the things that nobody really talks about is the coaching uh, that he did of uh, Jalen Mayfield. I don't think nobody really talks about that enough, but I feel that he did a pretty good job when it came to Jalen Mayfield. I mean, Jalen Mayfield could have been one of these guys that was just never going to get it together, was always going to be um, pretty uh, uh, average or below average, and um, at best when he goes to into his prime. But after this first season, you saw him catch on the second half. He started to do a little bit better. And I think he can end up being one of the top guards, if not right tackles, 
in the league by year four, year five, because you just saw the progression, how far he came from year one to, I mean, from week one to week 17. Now, I'm not saying he played phenomenal, played great, but based on what it was in week one, I mean, you almost seen a totally different player on the offensive line. And uh, I think that's something that's definitely accredited to a guy like Arthur Smith. And then you can look at what he's done to other players on the team, the way that he was able to get, you know, Kyle Pitts involved with his talent, how well he's done with him and uh, and other players. And I want to talk mostly offense because he's an offensive-minded guy. I mean, I don't know how much he does with the defense. I think he, he called the plays for the Falcons, you know, while they were playing. So, I mean, throughout the season. So, when you look at those type of guys, I think, you know, the main thing is the offensive line. And, and, and you know, I think that's something that needs to be uh, addressed sometime down the road. But I, I love what he did with Jalen Mayfield. I also like, to be honest, another thing, I like what he did with the with the wide receiver um, staff. I mean, you know, the guys that are wide receiver, he made sure to get these guys in, uh, in, in position to actually be somewhat successful. Because even though that we didn't have a number one, or in some cases, some people may say we didn't have a number two either, uh, you know, the, the wide receivers themselves actually did better than expected because, I mean, their expectations was pretty low based on the what we had. I mean, Russell Gage and, and Zacchaeus and, you know, uh, you also had Tarjay Sharp. You, you know, you had some guys there that really, you know, overachieved. And that's a good thing. And I just think at the end of the day, this is something that we need to really um, hang our hats on going into the next season. The next eight people that you draft, because we got eight picks, if we decide to draft all eight players, those guys are going to come in right under those um, Kyle Pitts and Richie Grants and Jalen Mayfield and Taquan Grant. He's going to come under, the, they're going to come under those guys and they're going to have to learn the game just like they did. And depends on the talent that we get, we may see something that's really, really phenomenal within the first year and second year guys that made it to the league that was drafted under, you know, Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot. So I, I think that's really, really neat. Um, one more thing as far as talent coming in, I heard I think it's Ryan Pace is supposed to be is is coming in as the former GM as the Bears. He's going to be looking over, you know, I think a player personnel and scout. I, I don't know much about him. All I know is if he, he, he has an eye for talent, you know, that's cool. But I don't think it's something that, you know, I would, you know, talk at length about. It's cool that they signed him. I think he's a pretty good addition. If you have good football minds, it's always a good addition. And based on what I've seen, you know, he, you know, he found talent that's pretty good. But then again, he done some things that wasn't really good either, you know. But so, I mean, I, I don't know how that is, but. We'll see how that go going forward. But in year two, I, in closing, in year two, I think Coach Arthur Smith is capable of getting double-digit wins. But what is your expectations? I want you guys to let me know what you think about it. Do you think it's going to be another 7-8 win team? I think that's the realistic look, outlook on it. But I think if everything goes well based on how he wants it to be, I think they can win at least 10 and 11 games. But we'll see when that happens. Uh, if you like this content, hit the like button, share this video or podcast, subscribe to the video or podcast if you want to. The videos on YouTube and Rumble. My podcast is on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google, and I'm trying to expand that. So hopefully you guys will continue to listen and share and enjoy it. All right, next topic before we get up out of here, I want to talk about 
Matt Merritt, the running backs coach. And I want to um, give you my two cents on the running game of Georgia Southern. It's going to be revamped. It's going to be different. It's going to be something that we don't, we're, we're not used to at Georgia Southern. We're used to the op, spread option, flex bone, wishbone, triple option, whatever you want to, that's what we used to run. Then we went to, like I said, the the wide, you know, uh, what you call it, um, uh, spread option. We started running that, and we saw what happened. Now, under Coach Clay Helton, it's going to be different. And for him to bring an assistant to make the Matt Merritt the assistant coach and running backs coach, I want to talk about a little bit about Matt, about Matt Merritt. And I want to tell you why this running game is going to be, re, be revamped with all that talent we got back there and even picking up a four-star recruit. All thanks to guys like Coach Clay Helton and Matt Merritt. This is a phenomenal look. So let's let's talk about this. This is on the G, um, gseagles.com website. I'll have the link down in the description so you can check it out. And I'll try to skim through his um, background. Um, Matt Merritt, who played, who has over a decade of experience in college, uh, running backs in the collegiate level, has the same role for Georgia Southern football program. Um, he, he was at um, Tennessee prior to this as a senior offensive analyst. He earned a birth. Um, let's say they went to the Music City Bowl in 2020. Um, the Vols, the Tennessee Vols running game was 218 yards per game. Nearly a 90-yard per game improvement from the season before. So the season before, they was like 118 or 128 or 127 or 126 a game, and it jumped up 90 yards per game. We're playing here in the Sun Belt, and we got the running backs we have now. Man, this offense could be really, really good. Now, um, before that, in 2019, he coached at James Madison, where he put, you know, and on that team ranked 10th nationally. I think I want to say in the FCS, but that's still really good. Um, three, four running backs rotation. They ran, okay, they ran a three to four running back rotation at JMU. I don't know if that's going to translate to Georgia Southern, but. You know, because he's a runs back coach. I don't know how that'll play out. But that bodes very well for George Southern when we want to run the ball. That that bodes very well. Um, they combined over 3,200 yards, 39 total touchdowns. 35 of them was came from the ground. So that, that all three, four running back rotation they had almost had 32, over, they had over 3,200 yards. 39 total touchdowns, 35 of them came on the ground. Um, Ajay Obese, Obese, I, I, don't, I don't know if I say that, Obese, running back for JMU, turned the seventh best rushing provo- um, performance in JMU history. He had 1,216 yards and 19 rushing touchdowns. Um, and uh, Hamilton, which is another running back of theirs, man, that's crazy. He had nearly 1,000 yards. Um, he gained about 919 yards, so they moved up pretty good. So that's going to be a uh, really interesting to see what he could do with the Jalen White, what he could do with the JD King, what he could do with the uh, Joe Green, and all the other running backs that Omar Caspi and uh, the other running back that we got from Florida. I cannot get his name right; it just slips my mind right now. But um, this is what it's about. I cannot wait to see how this plays out when it comes to uh, just 
having the talent together to see what type of passing game that they're going to have and how they're going to flip that over to the running game because Clay Helton already said he's going to want to run the ball, but he also want to go over the top and get some touchdowns. That's why Calvin Trees is here. That's why um, you still got uh, Cam Ransom and all the other young guys I talked about in the last episode when I talked about quarterbacks for Georgia Southern. I think that was episode 292. Phenomenal episode. Hopefully you guys will check that out. But I will say at the end of the day, I think this running backs coach and what these running backs that they have, the Jalen Whites of the world, J.D. King, all the ones I just named, I think they're going to be in really good hands. And it's going to be really awesome to see uh, the what these guys are going to do. Because I, I just can't wait. I can't wait to spring practice start in the spring game. I'm going to be there. Absolutely going to be there. And I already got my calendar marked. It is uh, a little bit less than two months away. It's February 24th right now. Uh, I want to say it's February. No, it's February 25th. I'm sorry. February 25th was so less than a month away, two months away, where we're going to be seeing uh spring game. And I'm going to be there. I got my calendar marked. So it, it's going to be uh, really cool to see what happens with this team. I, I just can't wait. I'm so excited. That's pretty much going to conclude this episode. The running back, I mean, the running game is going to be revamped for Georgia Southern. What Coach Smith can do for year two, um, I think Coach Smith is going to do really well. I mean, like I said, I think he's going to maintain at least the winning percentage that he had last year, another 7-10 or 8-9 and season, possibly much better, depends on what happens and, and, and how the chips may fall. Also, Google, uh, I'm sorry, also Matt Merritt, I'm looking at the Google thing. <laughs> Matt Merritt, the running backs coach for Georgia Southern, so about to revamp this uh, running game. And we got some good running backs to do so with it. I don't see want to see too much of an, the option run because I know a lot of people still wanted to see the option after all this time, which I don't mind. I mean, I, 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 I like to see it. I just don't want it to be our primary. You know, my thing is, I think the more modern offense is the way to go. And if we do run option out of it, I, I think it'll be phenomenal. But it's something that we're just going to have to work on. And I think with Coach Helton, we may throw a little bit in there, but I firmly believe that it's going to be more of a pro-style, aggressive passing, aggressive one-back style running back uh, um, personnel, switching them in and out and getting everybody to have fresh legs. And whoever has the hot hand will ride these games home when they um, try to run and soften up and make these uh, defenses in the Sun Belt quit late in the fourth quarter because nobody wants to tackle anymore. So if you like this, like I said, like the share and subscribe. If you haven't already catch me on rumble, YouTube, if you want to watch um, anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple podcasts, and Google podcasts. You can find me on those avenues. If you want to listen at your leisure, and if you uh, subscribe, you will get notified. You get a notification when I upload an episode. And if you click the auto download tab, which most of these places have that are, um, you know, uh, podcast style, you can get it automatically download to where you don't even have to worry about it. Download. You have to worry about downloading it. It'll be ready for you to listen at your leisure. All right, y'all. One more thing before I go, if you want to donate, all the links down in the description, the Cash App and the Anchor link. Um, I'm still working on the PayPal one. Like I said, it should be there by Monday. So um, hopefully you guys will partake in donating. If not, as long as you're listening, I am definitely fine. But the donations go a long way. So I really appreciate the support. 
All right, y'all. I will see you guys in the next one. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your weekend. I know there's no football, but enjoy your weekend. Have fun. Find out some things to do. But that's what I'm going to do. I'll be finding some things to do, and hopefully you can find me probably on my other ep- on my other channel, other YouTube channel. I'll probably be making some content then. All right, y'all. Y'all be easy. Y'all be blessed. Have a great weekend. Peace.